This is Marcos. This is my fourth interview at the Xorg Developers Conference. Uh, this is with Martin Perez. He works on the Nouveau driver for the NVIDIA cards. Okay, this is number four, I think, and we're, it's either XTC, XTS, or Zorg Conf 2011, yeah. right? Everyone that seems to have a different thing. So anyway, I am with Martin Perez, who is a French student. Uh, Martin, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, so my name is Martin Perez. I'm a, I'm a student. Uh, I just graduated from a security-oriented uh, engineering school. I'm, I'm starting a PhD in a library. It's a research lab in Bordeaux, in France, and I'll be working on um, green IT, a greener IT. Greener IT? What's that? It's how to use less resources to provide the same service. So uh, resources could be uh, energy, like electricity, so consume less for the same service. Or it could also be uh, radio frequencies, like uh, achieving the same bandwidth, but, uh, but with just the same uh, amount of... Uh, oh, well, nice. So you wouldn't do as much interference or just use less power on the yeah. less radios? Yeah, and trying to find the... Uh, up Optimized way to route the the, the messages across. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Could Very be cool. could be a lot of things. Okay. I don't know yet really what I'll be working on because I, I'll start just in a few weeks. Yeah. Okay. So right now you're mainly working on the Nuvo driver, right? Is kind of what you're working on. Um, well, I work on Nuvo, but I also work work on um, an Arduino IDE called Arduino IDE. Arduino. Um, it's Arduino is a, a platform for based on an AVR. Maybe we should check it out. It's open source. Um, it's open hardware, and you can basically do some basic electric electronic um, things. They're like little, uh, like hundred dollar, hundred euro little single board computers. No, no, no. It's no, way cheaper than that. <laughs> it's it's about twenty bucks. And um, what I did, for instance, was uh, to use this um, an Arduino to uh, actually control the um, my music player. So I have a screen. Uh, an LCD screen that is just writing the name of the song, uh, yeah, the title, the artist, and uh, the progression. I can use a thumb joystick to go uh, next precedent, uh, volume up, down. I have some trackberry, uh, a BlackBerry trackball that I use to, well, almost nothing, but it's just cool. That's cool. So, is it the music player on your machine? Like yeah, I'm on, on my computer, software? and there is yeah, I use the USB connection to nice. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> I like that. Send comments <laughs> to the the, the player and uh, get information from it. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah, you're a geek through and through. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Arduino I no Arduino IDE. Arduino. It's yeah. It's the Arduino IDE, but uh, we are using um the the official one is uh, made in Java. But we wanted to write it in uh, Qt uh, okay. from Nokia. I, yeah. I approve. I'm not a Java fan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. So, but uh, so right now you're you're a geek through and through, which is good, and you're working on X stuff. Yeah. So in X, what are you working on? In X, I'm working on the Nuvo driver. Nuvo is a a driver 
for an open source driver for NVIDIA cards. It supports uh, cards starting from Riva 128, so it's pretty much the fourth chipset ever released from NVIDIA. I mean, almost no one has the previous ones. Um, and it goes up to the latest one, NVT9. Uh, so, what it does is, it used to, um, well, it does 2D uh, mod setting, so you can just plug your screen and have something rendered on it. <laughs> well, that's cool, but not enough. Uh, also, we have some uh, 3D stuff. It works on, uh, let's say, it works well on G47 and later. Um, I'm working specially on uh, power management. Uh, this is to change the frequencies of the, um, the card. Uh, but I also work on fan management. I mean, if the temperature rises... You can change the fan speeds? Oh, oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> okay. Yeah, otherwise, the card could just blow up. I consider myself a geek, but I just don't know these things. Oh, I'm so ashamed. Uh, I should know these things. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Um, yeah, what's left? Oh, memory timings also? This is a bitch. I mean, yeah, if you just do something wrong, just a little bit, the card will crash right yeah, away. <laughs> How many clock frequencies does those cards do? Can you step them from like, uh, I don't even know what okay. frequency range? Uh, let's say there is a core clock uh, that is just a rendering clock. There's the shadow clock for, well, shadows, um, memory clock, and then the other ones are just, I'll say, could be for video decoding, or now on Fermi we have so many clocks that I can't even track them. They are like 10 or more clocks. Does each engine have its own clock, or are they kind of all chunked together? On Fermi, every card has, uh, every sub-engine has its clock, almost. Are they gateable on a per-engine basis? Uh, kind of, yeah. Okay. Are they kind of like in groups of... Yeah, it's, yeah the clock tree is a bit strange. Okay. But, right. yeah, I'm not, I haven't start, uh, started working on it yet. Uh, I'm still working on GeForce 8 up to uh, Fermi. Yeah. Because, yeah, I only have one Fermi, so... Okay. You guys, because you're helping or do the reverse engineer effort on that, right? So you don't actually have any documentation. You're having to figure all this out. Yeah, we have no documentation. Uh, so basically, we can check what the um, proprietary driver does. We can, I'd say, capture every interaction the blob, the proprietary driver, uh, every access that the blob does. Uh, we know it. Well, yeah. yeah. It, so it's. It's great, but uh, when you have millions of lines, yeah, you still need to find what's the interesting line that you want to uh, that that you need basically. But it's not that bad. I mean, at first you're overwhelmed, but after you try to learn how to make your way through it. Okay, so it's like everything else. In the beginning, you're completely lost, have no idea yeah. what's going on. Like yeah, you're like in a sea of lines. <laughs> eventually, you keep you keep at it, and yeah, get there. Okay. and we have some gigs that really help uh, newcomers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Very cool. Um, oh 
man, you saw something cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, how'd you get into X? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, uh, I started programming when I was 12, and I, I, I programmed using QBasic. Now, when you say 12, that was only 11 years ago. You're only 23. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so 12 years ago really is a... <laughs> yeah, I'm still a student. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just doing some little programs, uh, but what I didn't want just to write programs. I wanted to learn what the system was and how things work. That's really what I love. So, well, I used to make games with uh, a cousin of mine. Um, it was interesting. What, but kind, what kind of games? Well, it's there were some uh, basics uh, that were doing some 3D. It was called uh, 3D Game Creator or Dog, ba Dog Basic Pro. It was great. But uh, it was too abstract. So yeah, I started uh, learning C when I was, well, I think two years later, two or three years later, so when I was 15. And well, I, I loved it. I mean, even though I had to uh, read books to get things to work properly. It was really interesting. And then after a while, well, two years later, or three years later, I, I was in the Windows kernel. I wanted to uh, understand more and change the network stack. So as every outgoing connection would uh, be uh, tunnelized, so as uh, it will pass through the, the firewall of my university. So when you did that, you. Uh Set it all up so it all go through the tunnel. Did you have access to the source code? And, uh, no, of course not. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> of course not. So you have to uh, set up hooks for for that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, for Windows, it's basically there is a, a SSDT. Uh, it's a table which uh, make correspond um, the IOCTL, the a number, the mm -hmm. system call number, to a function to call. And yeah, we you just change this table so as you put your function instead oh, of the okay. normal one, and yeah, and you need to write a driver also. Okay. Yeah, so it's fun, but uh, as it was closed, I mean it it was hard to get it working. I basically wrote five different firewalls, or uh, but that's all I was able to do. Mm. It was great. Oh, oh there was something. Fun that I was able to uh, create rules like every time you would like to access Google.com, you would be redirected straight away to somewhere else. Really? Yeah, it was interesting, <laughs> fun, but didn't achieve what I wanted, so that's not good. And yeah, then I went to Linux because it was open and uh, well, I knew Ubuntu, but I didn't really like it because it was working too well, maybe, I don't know. It was, yeah. So you feel like you needed to get in and pry around in the guts to... Yeah, so a friend of mine made me discover Arch Linux and I sticked to it since then. So I've been an Archer for four, four years now. And I loved it, even though it wasn't really working well uh, because the hardware I had was crappy, especially graphic cards. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I sticked to it because it was 
my operating system <laughs> and it's so cool when you want to learn a system and you can just build your build your yeah. and yeah I was a, a Windows geek at the time not proud of it but yeah it's alright yeah I had experience with Linux I mean even with my father uh, I tried Red Hat uh, an early version of Red Hat and yeah it was interesting but I mean didn't get you like yeah it's as a user, I didn't see the point. I mean, there were low, uh, less programs and everything. But I, I really understood what was uh, open source when I really went uh, to Arch Linux. And even though all my code that I wrote was always open source, because, I don't know, it, it was just... It, I felt it was natural to help people. Uh, so every time I learned something, I wanted to share it. And I still do, obviously, but now I, I know the GPL and yeah. all the licenses. No, yeah, well, that's cool. So the graphic card on my computer didn't work well. Uh, I was using the um, proprietary driver. It was a Radeon card, so it was FGLRX. Didn't work at all for six months, so I was stuck with Visa. Yep. <laughs> so no graphic acceleration. Um... And after six months, it started working, and well, it was great. I started using Compass, and yeah, it was interesting. But I moved to the re the open source driver and lost everything. But it was interesting. <laughs> you lost everything? Well, I just had two D acceleration. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that was what really get it got me started into X because I I was basically testing every release and then I started using uh, the master branch the git branch of uh, Radeon and kernels I was test testing and uh, testing them as soon as possible uh, but yeah it was working too well so uh, it's only when my school uh, offered me uh, a laptop uh, with an NVIDIA card that I really wanted to uh, work on on driver I mean and the NVIDIA driver was working well but I I just wanted to uh, be able to upgrade to new kernels before yeah. NVIDIA uh, yeah released uh, the, the driver yeah. and I didn't want to get stuck to the to Visa so yeah I installed Nuvo and well, it worked better than I expected. I mean, I had no 3D at all, but I had 2D yeah, acceleration. 3D. It was kind of good looking, not too bad actually, mm -hmm. on KDE. Um, and yeah, about nine months la later, I wanted to uh, change the, the code so as I would not have artifacts with KDE. I didn't succeed in doing so. <laughs> nope. It's yeah, it's difficult. Uh, but the CTO of Pathgate got me started into um, their their project that was uh, oriented into providing GPGPU for um, open drivers. Uh, so I basically started by hacking libgrm. It's the library that is uh, abstracting the DRM interface and the kernel, so DRM is just to 
I don't know. That's what not. The, it makes sure yeah. that the programs don't touch things they shouldn't. Yeah, or, that's right? true. And also, yeah, it provides a, a simpler interface. Uh, yeah, to okay. to the outward yeah, and kind of abstracted one. Ian touched on it a little bit. He was there, and I kind of got some of it. <laughs> yeah, LibDRM, and yeah, basically wrote, uh, well, a version of LibDRM for the the driver uh, of Bath game that is called PSCNV. Well, uh, it didn't work well, but at least I was able to get X working mm -hmm. and GLX gears. It was. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, but yeah, it didn't work well. So <laughs> then, um, as I failed to do that too, <laughs> uh, the Pathcale CTO just handed me over some uh, documentation on power, on power management, and that that was pretty simpler to get started with, mm -hmm. and I got I, I were able to um, change the clocks pretty fast. Did you have to figure out how to do that? Or no, I had docs, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it, it was taken from... Um, uh, what was the name of it? Uh, a tool uh, that we that was written in GPL. So they have access, they have access to the code. Uh, but we wanted it to have it in Nuvo, but Nuvo is MIT code, uh, MIT license, so it's more BSD. And we couldn't we couldn't just take the the GPL code and put it uh, into MIT. Mm. So they basically wrote the documentation and I implemented it. Yeah, and it started working pretty fast. I mean, a few days. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I got reclocking. I was like, oh my god, it's too great. Yeah, I mean, having more performance, it, it's great. Mm. So what I did after that was. It was exactly one year ago, and um, well, I kept on improving it to make it stable, kind of. Um, also, I started working on fan management, memory timing management, uh, VBIOS, the video BIOS um, reverse engineering. What else? Uh, there are also some changes changes to do in the kernel because uh, NVIDIA cards are a bit strange. So yeah, it's hard to explain. But okay. I, I need to work with the uh, um, HW Man uh, team. It's oh, the team, HW, the hardware man. Yeah, standard? yeah. So basically, how to set fan speed okay. and so on. Yeah, when in, you have I2C chips mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah, so I think I covered how I went to X and what I did. Yes, yes, you did. Uh, let's see. So I guess the next, next thing on the list is um, anything cool related that you guys have been able to do. I know your presentation uh, was about um, your clock gating and stuff that you've been able to do. Yeah. yeah. It was... Uh, I presented... Actually, uh, my presentation was more about what the Novo community can do. So our new latest work is um, a video recording for MPEG 1 and 2 so it's basically useless but it's 
it was the first implementation we have. So it was when you had uh, you, you showed the first video and it yeah. was choppy every like yeah, it half second. It was choppy because uh, it was it's a benchmark from uh, uh, Amplia. So yeah, it was choppy. I think Amplia was just decoding a bunch of frames, then render them, then decoding render. So it's not really like a pipeline. It yeah. was more like okay. two threads. But it didn't work well and. If the decoding is done in hardware and the rendering also, it was yeah, it was quite. Uh, so is that what the second? Because yeah. the second uh, demo that you did was really really smooth. Yeah, and it was really really fast too. Yeah, also and that, that was that was the point. I mean, and, it, uh, and yeah. that was all done in hardware then. Yeah, ah, everything done in hardware. That was very cool. You also was it Quake demo or? Yeah, of dynamic reclocking. That's the latest work. I mean, um, just figuring out the. Usage of the GPU is hard. <laughs> that sounds crazy, but yeah, it's hard. Um, actually, we've known how to uh, get some information for that uh, for a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I mean, six months maybe. But every chipset is different, so we have kind of have to um, ask for people to run a program that I wrote. Uh, I wrote it just a, month, uh, a week ago. Um, so as they, we can find some signals like is the GPU idle or not, mm. and this signal you can monitor it uh, using hardware an hardware engine that is basically just a counter. Uh, and well, if you pull this counter from time to time, like one every 100 millisecond, you can know how much time it was. It idle and uh, um, yeah, how much time was active? Yeah. And using this, it's just trivial just to write a, a small uh, kernel thread that would just pull this uh, counter and then uh, reclock according to the the usage. Like if you're using more than eight percent of the GPU, just go to the highest uh, performance level, and then if it hasn't been used for I don't know five seconds. Start downloading. Yeah. Okay. And anyone can use that program. Uh, yeah. The program to reverse engineer. Yeah. It's the point. So it, does it collect collect this data and send it to you guys? Or uh, it doesn't send it, but yeah, it just draws it on. Uh, yeah, a printf. Uh, it on the screen. Yeah. It just yeah, and then you can just copy and send. To okay. Us. So that's, that's the point. Okay. So anyone listening, <coughs> again to the listeners uh, listening to this, anyone who has a NVIDIA card could basically get your program and then run it. And yeah. Then take the output and send it to you guys. Yeah. And then I'll uh, ask. I'll push a call soon when uh, when I'm sure that I can't in a few in a matter of a few minutes and add more signals because. There's not just one. There are at least 20 that we know, uh, mm. but some of them are trivial to uh, reverse engineer or to find. Uh, some of them are really trickier. So I'll just check if there's something I really want to get. Like it would be great to know the memory bandwidth usage. This kind of information would be in interesting. So as I could add support for it, and then ask for people to run okay. the program. All Otherwise, right. people would have to run it several times. Yeah, I want to be uh, user friendly. <laughs> or uh, what's the name of the program? Uh, I can't really remember. I think it's NV8 Counter. 
Okay. Well, I'll get that from you. I'll put it in the show notes so anyone interested can. Yeah. Actually, we have one repository with everything, every tool that we use to reverse engineer, or we also have the doc, the yeah, the documentation that we wrote, uh, the register register map. There are loads of them. yeah, and how to pass your video pass also. It's interesting to know what's inside your card. Yeah, yeah. you can even get your pass or even bias. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. The video bias? Yeah, the video bias. And you can even upload a fake one like really? without flashing the card. So oh, really? Yeah. Is it kept in like a... Yeah, in the memory. Okay. Yeah, if you uh, upload the, 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 the bias before the... Um, and did your driver is uh, loaded? Yeah. Well, you basically have control of the card. Oh, if nice you want to, have, <laughs> I don't know, upload the card without having uh, to, I'd say, use Nuvo. Yeah, you can just change your BIOS and BIOS, and yeah, you'd be done with it. Good to know. Yeah, it's the kind of funny thing that we can do. Okay. I'll see. You. <laughs> Where do you see things going? Yeah, tricky question. Uh, I think, well, with the all the AM uh, industries uh, going on, I mean, it's kind of exploding. We used to have only x86 um, processors, but now we get many one many different ones because we want uh, more autonomy from our embedded systems there is a market for ARM and for the moment Windows is working kind of working on it but really? Windows on ARM? Well, Windows Mobile oh I yeah. totally forgot about Windows Mobile yeah that's <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> is it Windows uh, sorry not to really, Microsoft but yeah but the drivers, uh, they are not really available for it, or, well, I mean, we used to have all the binary uh, things, uh, binary programs shipped, but now, if they want to do that, they will have to, uh, well, have so many different, we have so many uh, flavors of ARM, X86, so I think uh, open source will become more and more mainstream. I mean, if people want to uh, create a new processor, they just need to change the Linux kernel yes, and sir, get everything. That. That, so that's cool. In, in this sense, I think the Linux kernel is going to uh, continue rising and being uh, broadly used. Yeah. Um, and so for us, Nuvo, uh, I don't know. I mean, at least Xorg will continue uh, on every... Uh, chipset. Uh, yeah, Wayland. On uh, com- well, it was Nokia. They wanted to use it for Migo. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a, there is a market for that. Uh, so I'm pretty sure people will use it, especially since they don't have to code an operating system again. <laughs> um, yeah, as for Nuvo, well, as long as Nvidia is uh, doing some desktop cards will be there okay. I think they are it's getting trickier and trickier to get uh, support for the cards because they uh, 
uh, they don't really it used to be simple everything was in hardware so we basically just sent some information and the code started working by itself now we have to write microcodes for many many things almost everything so it's trickier but as long as we have an army or reverser or we we can do it yeah yeah so is it hard to get into nouveau or yeah well it depends uh there are some tasks that anyone can do especially document documentation but <laughs> yeah i mean if you want no to one wants to do documentation yeah, no ah. one wants to do it actually that's not good but yeah um well, there, there is some simple work that we don't do because we keep it for you guys. <laughs> I mean, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> and we have some more important issues, I think, we need to, uh, to do. I've been only working on Nouveau for a year now, uh, but yeah, I kind of understand what needs to be done and uh, what I want to do uh, with newcomers is to... Um, be the, their mentor so as they can ask me stupid questions and not bother the uh, really good guys. <laughs> yeah, so. So you're volunteering to be a mentor for anyone who wants to get into, uh, who's curious about Nouveau or yeah. wants to get into? Yeah. Okay. As long as they want to stay, uh, because I get a lot of people uh, coming and just try to be interested for three days and then after three days I just I just don't hear from them anymore that does kind of I'm curious what that how I know it's common I'm curious how much because you'll get people who will be interested and you'll hear from them and then as soon as they learn that they're not going to be able to make massive changes in Actually, 20 minutes I think 95% of the people I get in touch with uh, don't continue yeah and now this isn't. This is not to scare away people who. Yeah, want it's to not do. that I scare them. I think they just lack, um, or they're not aware of that they really need to be. Uh, what's the word? Independent. I mean, you have to think by yourself. Don't think that we can tell you everything. I mean, you have to think by yourself. Yeah. Trial, trial and error is. Expect, the way you learn. Expect to get frustrated. It's not. Oh it's yeah. Not always easy. It's yeah, it's have not to easy at all. But it's really good when you have some some code working, or even when you see someone, a friend of yours, that is using your code without even knowing <laughs> it. I mean, yeah, it's it's great. So uh, what happened there? You had a friend of yours who uh, was using your code. Yeah, yeah. I had an intern uh, in the same. Um, research lab I'm working at at the moment and yeah he's using Nuvo he didn't know that and just by watching the kernel logs I could say oh th those lines yeah it's me <laughs> yeah <laughs> I wrote that and yeah I know what's wrong with your hardware and I'm working on it that's cool so did he have a problem you were able to help him with he didn't know we had a problem oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he had it <laughs> but yeah and actually um now I'm in contact with the Arch uh, community and the developers of Arch because, yeah, I can help them make Arch Linux a better distribution. And this is great. I mean, it just install things and it works. Yeah. That's, That's yeah, what everyone wants. I hear, I've heard quite a few people here talking about Arch uh, Linux. 
this too. So, yeah, maybe so, you should try it. I actually a, run it on my desktop at work. Oh, yeah. I think I did a bad install, though, because I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Pac-Man. I hate UART. But I think... <laughs> I think I just have a bad setup. Maybe I just need yeah. to wipe it. And it's start too back simple. I think maybe. So. <laughs> I need to give it a fresh look. Try it again. Mm. So. Yeah. So. Okay. So definitely, people can help if they're interested. What is the Nuvo IRC channel or mailing list? Where's that at? Is it freenode.net. Yeah, freenode. Freenode, and uh, the channel is just Nuvo. Nuvo. N o n o u v e. A U. Uh, it's actually new in French. It was yeah named after uh, a, a spelling mistake that was corrected by uh, the the program. Autocorrect. Yeah, autocorrect. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the Stefan Marchesin, the the guy who um, started Nuvo, he actually wrote NV and the autocorrect changed it to Nuvo. But yeah, it it it. It has been kept because it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, it's the new dri NV uh, driver. So, yeah. What was there? There was something in some slide that was nouveau underscore view. View. Yeah. Old. It means new old. <laughs> it's the nouveau driver, the nouveau 3D driver for old cards. <laughs> so, new old. So, none of, us, none of us who didn't speak French were laughing, but as soon as someone, French person, told us in the <laughs> yep. So, yeah. First time I, I saw that, I said, no way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was already confusing. <laughs> oh, cool. So, all right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to tell people who are uh, listening to this? Well, get passionate about something, no matter what. And... Do it uh, with all your heart, and if it is uh, system related, I hope it is about Linux or a BSD distribution, something open source, so as you can learn and uh, I would say make donation of your learning and work to everyone to give back. To yeah, give back to the community. Yep. Because yeah, it's it's cool. It is cool, and you get to meet some really cool people. Oh, yeah, also, yeah, and you go to conferences that are really, really cool. I yeah. mean, my friends are not into computer science at all, so every time I speak about, uh, well, Linux, I only, in real life, I only talk to three or four people, and um, the rest of them will be on IRC or mailing lists, and so to be able to meet you guys, it's like, wow, that's great. It is cool. It is yeah, cool. I was raised into a small village. And yeah, no one's interested in computer science there. Same. Same. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I do have to. I got to plug XORG here if anyone's. Uh, so uh, we're in Chicago right now, right? Yeah. And there's probably, I don't know, 30, 40 XORG developers here right now, I think. 36. Oh, you counted? No, okay. I didn't count it, but it was in the attendance list. Oh, okay, all right. So, yeah, it's I checked 36 it almost so. and every uh, week. It, it's a cool group of people. I mean, you think X is these, I don't know what people think about X, but you think it's this uh, insurmountable project that getting to learn it is impossible, and the people who develop it are probably just crackpots, you know, and just 
Yeah. No free time, don't have any fun, yada, yada, yada. But, but that's true, it's impossible to learn everything. Well, but yeah. it's, not, it's not a problem. But I mean, you depend on other people. Yeah. That's, that's not bad. It's good. It is good. And, it, and the people you depend on in, on the XL project, they're really cool people. Oh, like, yeah. Just, everyone here is just, they're Laughing. really fun. Yeah. yeah it, they're a good bunch and they're very smart. Yeah, they're very, they smart, very, very smart. That's true. So it's, um, it's like a lot of the other open source communities. The XL community is, they're a good group of people, they're fun. You know they're smart. They're it's just a, it's a fun group. It yeah. really is. We need more people in the group. Yeah, and they are passionate. Yes. Even though they always uh, they are always picking on project and say, oh, it, it sucks." Yeah. But <laughs> it's it's the nice yeah it's the right way. I mean, you need to just say it sucks and then you start working on it. Yeah. This is the right way to do it. Things. Is it, it, it I sucks. mean, just We're flaming. Yeah. 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 Flaming isn't doing anything. No, it's it's not productive. Yeah. Unless you're just grumble flaming, it's like ah, oh, this sucks. But you yeah. go ahead and fix it. And in yeah. which case, this is open source. Yep, that's how it works. Yeah. So. <laughs> Very cool. Well, uh, thank you, Martin. It's uh, going on 27 minutes, I think. Oh, I, I don't even I don't even know. This thing's counting down. I'm sorry. Anyway, okay. thank you very much for your time. You're cool welcome. Talking to you. Thanks for listening to me. Ah, you bet, you bet. And hope to see you again online and uh, next year at the conference in Germany or Ireland or wherever yeah. it's going to be. So. In Europe. Yeah, for hope, sure. Hopefully we'll see some uh, people listening to this podcast. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. Well. I mean, last time uh, I went to the uh, XDS, it was XDS last year, uh, well, I, I just had been working on Nuvo for, uh, well, actually a week. Serious? <laughs> you only been on a week last year? Well, I just had a couple months. Yeah, but I was working on PSCNV, not ah, Nuvo. Okay. So yeah, PSCNV is not uh, an Nixo project. Okay. But it was related. That counts. Yeah, counts. Yeah. So definitely so. come and maybe to the first dem. If you're a European P uh, guy, just come to the first dem and come see us by yeah, see by yourself how cool this project is. Yeah, you really should. And uh, we shouldn't tell them, but uh, at Toulouse last year, we all there's like a group of us that went to a bar, and like, let's just say a good time was had by all. So yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> way too much booze. But anyway, ah, <laughs> uh, cool. So we might have some French listeners. If you want to say anything motivating to any of them, feel free. Uh, well, the same same thing. Yeah, right. same thing for everyone. Yeah, yep. nationality doesn't matter. Just motivation and uh, passion. All right. I second that. Cool. All right, there we go. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever consider recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike, 3.0 license.